Renew your mind. I love having coffee with my pasta. It's just so personal. Be encouraged. This is my favorite program. Pastor Kong is just so real. Hot seat, hot seat. Nourished in the word. The question and answers are spot on. Pastor Kong, we love you. This is the best. Something new is brewing. Hi, this is Pastor Kong. I want to invite you to sit back, relax, and have a cup of coffee with me. Join us for Coffee with Kong. Hello and welcome to the show known as Coffee with Kong and I'm your host, Bernard. I'm so glad you can join me on this radio show where I get to ask my senior pastor some of life's most difficult or burning questions and in the process be well equipped to understand about life, faith and ministry. Well, we believe this show will greatly bless you and hopefully help you walk closer to God and live a purpose-driven, kingdom-driven life. Pastor Kong He is the Senior Pastor of City Harvest Church in Singapore and ever since May 2012, he has been on this radio show every week answering emails that come in to us at connect at cityradio.sg. This series of shows will be called 3-in-1 Coffee, where we put together three episodes or emails of the same topic which have been covered through the years. Now, this particular 3-in-1 episode is titled For the Merit. I don't know about you, but weddings always just, you know, make me feel teary and happy and fluffy on the inside. And I always feel that we need to safeguard our marriage. I promise you this 3-in-1 episode is going to bless you. It doesn't matter if you're single or married, it's good coffee talk. Well, sit back, relax and have a cup of coffee with my pastor, Pastor Kong Hee. Hi Bernard, I'm drinking coffee as usual. Yes, Pastor. Yes. Uh, you know what? I think I got to I got to cut down on my coffee intake. I I've been drinking more and more. Pastor, I tell you honestly, <laughs> that's the same thing I say about myself. You know, the <laughs> same line. I see. I tell my, tell my wife, ah, dear, I have to cut my coffee. She says, Yeah, you only say. <laughs> you, you know what? I the, the last few days I've been trying to change the tea. Yes. But it's really lame. <laughs> <laughs> it's really lame. It's a different, right? It's. Yeah. It's just no kick. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Pastor, we, we work on it every day and we try to cut down. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, Pastor. Today I have a very, very interesting topic. I love this topic. See, I'm I'm all excited. Already. It's it's on weddings. Weddings. Yeah, Pastor, do you like weddings? Uh wedding for me means work. I knew you were gonna say that, Master. Really? Yeah, I knew you were gonna say yeah. that. Yeah. I'm happy for the wedding couple. <laughs> And I have done hundreds of weddings over the years. <laughs> I have to confess, Pastor. Actually, I only recently like heard you share in a wedding. Oh, in the early days, I did all the weddings because I was uh, the the for many years I was the only solemnizer in City Harvest Church. Okay, that's even it. when we were about seven thousand, eight thousand people, I was the only one. I got to do every single one. <laughs> wow, that is tough. Very tough. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So now, Pastor, because recently when I saw it, man, I, I just love it, you know, when, when you, we shared the five C's. The five C's. Yeah, Pastor, I see your iPad too. I was hoping that you would share like the five C's today. Do, yeah. do, do you remember what, what you shared? Uh, the, morning, the five C's, and then you were saying like you know Singapore, we always talk about five C's. Correct, correct, C's. correct, correct. Oh man, I love it. There was this joke you shared. Do you remember, Pastor, about the man? And a woman, yeah, and then yeah, there yeah. was a genie that appeared. Yes, I must, Pastor. You must tell this joke. <laughs> I know you're searching for it, but man, Pastor, I, I just want to ask: How important is a Christian wedding matrimony to a Christian? I think it's very important. I mean, that is like a no-brainer. <laughs> really, Pastor? <laughs> yeah, because honestly, your marriage 
it's the second most important decision that you make in your life. Wow. Your marriage will determine whether your life is going to be a heaven on earth or a living hell. Yeah. And so, surely you want God's blessing, right? Surely, yes. Surely. I mean, there are people that, you know, when they start a new business, they want the pastor to bless the business. You know, when they buy a new car, they want they, they pray for God's blessing on the car. They even put a cross on the car or something like that, you know? Yeah. A wedding is even more important. Yes. But this is the sign of the times because it, I tell you, it's harder to get a driver's license than to get a wedding license. Is that right? Yeah. There are people that went two, three years of uh, learning how to drive and they never got their driver's license. But you know, you, you don't need anything. You just go and apply within a few weeks, you get your <laughs> wedding license. Serious? Yeah. The sign Isn't of it the true? Time. It sign is true. Yeah. It is true. Now yeah. you're saying, I'm th- thinking about it. Yeah, I can I, see you thinking. I always learn something new here on the show. Pastor, it is amazing. <laughs> so you would say that, that, of course, you were saying that uh, your marriage is the second most, and the, the number one most important thing is the decision to follow Jesus. The decision to follow Jesus, right? Yes. I mean, that's the most important decision. After that is your... Is your the person you choose to yeah, marry. Yeah, because, you know, um, you, you don't just marry uh, someone else, but in the consummation of marriage, the two becomes one. So this person that you marry will be a part of you and you are part of that person. Yes. Your life will never be the same again. Something happened in your soul. That's why it's called the, a soul tie. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get it. And there's a union that is so strong. Mm. It's stronger than any metallic alloy. It's stronger than anything else. It, it will stay with you throughout your whole life. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Pastor, I know you are frantically searching for that joke. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the joke now. Okay, Pastor. Yeah. Sure. See, this, this man and his wife uh, has been married for 50 years. 50 years. 50 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so they're having their golden uh, wedding um, celebration, yeah. right? Anniversary. Mm. So, so I, I, so I think they, they must have got, gotten married really young. So now they are, they are in their sixties, you know, late sixties. After the, after the wedding, they, they all brought the cake and then they asked the man, uh, well, uncle, you know, you've been married for 50 years. If you have one request to God, what is one wish you can make that, and you wish that God will answer? So I just wish that I have married a, a wife who is 30 years younger. And then boom, next moment, he became 90 years old. <laughs> I love that joke, Pastor. I love that joke. 30 years younger, so God adds you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, some people didn't get it though. I caught it. Yeah, I God, really man. caught it. Yeah. Yeah, Master. I, we, for me myself, I've hosted many weddings as well, yeah. helped many couples in church, and every time I hear all these jokes, I love it, Master. Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah? <laughs> it is amazing. There are a lot of funny wedding Pastor, jokes. Master, have you there. heard about the the joke about the three the three rings, right? Yes. Every wedding has three rings. Yes, right? three rings. you know, I came up with the fourth ring. What is the fourth ring? I must say officially, I came up with this. Okay. Okay. The let's first see. ring is the proposal ring. Yes. The second ring is the wedding ring. Yes. The third ring, of course, everybody's joke uh, is suffering. suffering. But after suffering, uh, there's a fourth ring. What's that? The fourth ring is enduring. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. There you have it, Master. There you have it. Uh, original joke from Bernard. <laughs> 
right here at Coffee with Kong. Bernard Low, right? Yes, Master. Yeah, from Bernard yes, Low. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Master, for answering my question on weddings today. And oh, for, that's all, huh? Yeah, yeah. And for, for taking the hot seat. That's a tough question. Man, you know? that's a tough question. You put me on a hot spot today. Yes, Master. And I promise you, I'll continue to put you on the <laughs> hot spot. Okay, you, put me, you put me in too much hot spot. I may, the next time, I may not appear in your show. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Don't say that, Master. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not confessing that. No, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. I will never drink coffee alone. Yes. Never. Yes, never. Both of us. Never. All the way. Yeah, and not walk alone too. <laughs> I love that message. I love that song. <laughs> Yes, and yes. you will never walk alone. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, I'm yes. a big Man U fan. <laughs> I shall stop <laughs> saying anything else from here onwards. Okay. Oh man, we're having so much fun uh, yeah, here yeah, yeah. on Coffee with Kong. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to us and yes. thank you Pastor Kong for yes. answering my tough question. Yes. I want to bless you from a verse out of Matthew 19 and verse 6 when Jesus says, So then they, the husband and the wife, are no longer two but one flesh. And therefore what God has joined together, let not man separate. I pray that the love for each other will grow stronger and stronger each day. That was part one. You see, I told you you would like the show. For this next part, we are going to speak to the newlyweds. It is always a time of discovery when you first get married. I mean, for you and your spouse, you know, some things may be eye-opening and there are bound to be some adjustments that need to be made. Okay, I won't say too much, but you have to listen to the show. And oh, you can hear my voice, you know, it was not in good shape. Hi, Bern. Good to be on the show again. Yes, Pastor. And uh, today, uh, I got a slightly long email, Pastor. And someone wrote to us, connect at cdradio.sg. I'll tell you the topic, Pastor. It's called Newlyweds. Newlyweds? Yeah. Pastor, it says here, Hi, CD Radio. Hi, Bernard. Hi, Pastor Kong. <laughs> I've been in CAC for slightly more than a decade since I was 13. Coffee with Kong have not only blessed me, but there are so many times I was touched. I teared. And I got transformed because of the spot-on topic and word in season that it has brought me. Today, it has become a habit for me to start off the week with this program that has become a part of my life. Okay, I just got married and I would like to ask Pastor, number one, should I, as a wife, correct my husband when what he has done does not seem right to me? If yes, how? If no, how should I follow his uh, his lead without following it blindly? Okay, let me answer this. Okay. Right? I think communication is key. And often it is not what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah? Wow. Yeah. Instead of correcting, why don't you discuss over it? Discuss over your concerns Ooh. and have an open, honest, open-hearted discussion. Now, what you should never do you should never demean your husband publicly mm. and it's vice versa. Well, sorry, so yeah. You don't put your husband down, shame your husband in front of your family, your relatives, your friends, mm. your church mates, mm. your colleagues, whatever. But in the privacy of your own home or when you guys are alone, mm. you can bring this up and say, hey, I'm not comfortable with this. Mm. You know, uh, honey, I'm, why do you want, can you, can you explain to me? Mm. And have a discussion mm -mm. and come to an agreement on what is the best way forward. Wow. And I think as much as possible, especially as newlyweds, try to find common ground of agreement. 
Mm. And you know, there are many things that I like to do, and Sun cannot agree with. But because I love her, then I wouldn't do it. Mm. But there are also many things I like to do that Sun doesn't agree with.、Mm. And because she loves me, she says, "Okay, I learn to I learn to like what you like." Okay. So love is the greatest motivator. motivator, and and so you guys are newlyweds, so it's time for you to gel、mm. and to two different people forming a common mold. Wow! So that is what you need to do. Okay. Second question. Recently, a close friend felt disappointed that I had to cancel on her because I listened to my husband, and that he is in the wrong. She mentioned that I don't have a stand on my own, and mentioned nasty stuff about my husband's character. How should I respond? I think I think that friend of yours is not a true friend. Wow. Yeah, you know, I mean, because a real friend will love the person you love. You can't say you love me and you don't love Dayan. You can't say you love、That's、me、true. and don't love my wife. That's true. And if it's it's the same thing. If I love you, I love whom you love.、Mm. And even if I don't like the person, I keep my mouth shut. It's not my business. Wow. Yeah. And what God has put together, let no one cut us under. That means don't let anyone put a wedge between you and your husband. If the person has a genuine heart,、mm. he or she would know how to share it to you in a way you can accept. But if he is demeaning your husband,、mm. then The person is not a true friend. I will never let anybody demean the people I love. Wow! I will never let anybody demean City Harvest Church, because I love the church. Wow! So if any pastor that I meet somewhere, he say, "Oh, you know what, City Harvest, da da da," I will either, if there's no way I can talk to that person, I'll walk away. Wow! The person is not my friend because I love City Harvest. Wow! <laughs> so it's a good time to reevaluate your friendship, huh? Correct. <laughs> yeah. Amen, Pastor. And her last question, Pastor. What is your advice for newlyweds? I think you got to spend as much time as possible together.、Mm. In fact, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, when a person is or when a couple are newly married,、mm. the the man is excused from going to war for a period of time because the first few years are very important.、Mm. First few years are and and the way you、uh, you describe yourself, it sounds like you are about twenty three. Maybe twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. So you you have married at a good age, and you're young, both young, I assume. And it's time for you to to really spend time together, get to know one another even more, more intimately, and learn to to be one.、Mm. Learn to be one in your character.、Mm. Learn to to come together and. Growing God, and I pray for all newlyweds that there are many challenges, financial challenges, character challenges,、mm. handling in laws. But whatever you do, you put God and His Word as the center of your marriage.、Mm. Make a decision from day one that you will live your marriage as close to the biblical standard and ideal as much as possible. Wow, Pastor! Before we end the program. I think there are many newlyweds who are、mm. tuning in as well.、Mm. Maybe Pastor, you can pray for them. Yes, yes. I want to pray for all of you listening in who are just newly married, and I pray that God will strengthen you and bless the marriage. I pray that you will learn to accept each other, not just the good parts, but also. 
the weaknesses, and through this marriage, both of you will become closer and more like Jesus. I pray, God, let there always be a constant state of forgiveness. Mm. Let there be a constant state of love. I pray that you give every newlywed person the strength to resist every form of temptation so that this marriage will be built on solid foundation in God and in your word. So Lord, let there be a covering. I pray for the blood of Jesus to cover every newlywed listening in right now by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. For all the newly married couples, I want to leave you with Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22 says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. In verse 25, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Be blessed and have a great week with your spouse. I hope you're enjoying this 3-in-1 coffee series so far. If you are, I'd love to hear from you. Write to us, uh, connect at cdradio.sg. Give us some love and some encouragement. And also, if you would like to have a question to be asked on the show or you got a specific topic to suggest, write in as well. Alright, last bit to this episode and I can honestly tell you this is a hot seat topic. It's called Sex in Marriage. Now, just how important is sex in marriage? And you know that both men and women, you know, they have very different needs, yeah? So how do we come to a conclusion then? Alright, let's get ready for more Coffee Talk with my pastor, Pastor Kong. Hi, Bern. Good to be on the show again. Yes, Pastor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you heard that, huh? Yes. Pastor, you were saying that my voice sounds a little bit like nasal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, too much preaching. You know, the, the vocal cords, the, your vocal faculty for a preacher is the most important thing. Yeah. And, or for a singer, for anybody that is in the communication um, ministry or business. That's right. And so, we always got to watch out and look after our vocal cords. Alright. <laughs> for DJ too, man. Yes, yes, yes. Pastor, it's completely unplanned, but this email is from our good friend, Romel. Yeah. <laughs> Pastor, you know what? His topic is sex in marriage. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not kidding. Today, his question. Yeah. Yeah. Romel, <laughs> don't you have a better question to ask me? <laughs> Romel wrote to us, connect at cdradio.sg. He says, hi, Bern, let's get straight to the topic because I want to hear pastor's opinion on this. Number one, what is the importance of having a healthy sex life in marriage? I'm going to ask you the question in Tagalog. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, what if your spouse is not into it? How do you deal with it? Mm. Number three, how would you say no to your spouse instead of having an excuse of not doing it? <laughs> and then he ends off more success to your program in Christ, Romel. Romel, tough question. Is it, Pastor? Is it a hot seat question? Uh, yeah, it can be a hot seat question because there will be those that are not having enough sex. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, who are married and not yeah. having enough sex and then they're going to feel a lot of pressure. And yes, there'll be... There'll be... Uh, those situations where the couples are listening to this right now in the yeah car. right now yeah so and <laughs> and they are thinking oh man yeah. and they're gonna feel a lot of pressure that's right okay pastor uh, before you carry on I remember uh, on on uh, the series of making marriage work yeah yeah are you are you gonna talk about yeah that? I'm gonna talk about because that. I acted yeah. I acted on stage yeah yeah that's right that's right that's right hey, that was a really good skit I still that, remember yeah, lots of pun. Lots of, pa- lots, lots of puns yes. Yeah, lots yes, of yes. puns But it was It was an eye-opening You know <laughs> Moment for me You know, even yeah. as I was acting on stage As the sermon was going 
and then we were falling out. Yeah. <gasps> you know, marriage specialists like Willet Harley mm. have um, spent decades interviewing thousands, actually tens of thousands of married couples. And he categorized all the needs of the male and all the needs of the female mm. in a marriage situation mm. and found that the number one need for men mm. <laughs> and it is overwhelmingly okay. across across the board is sex mm. the need for sex wow this is how it works the number one need for the wife is affection the number one need for the husband is sex mm. and maybe the best example is like going for a soccer game a football game right okay yeah before the man can expect to have sex he got to really show affection to the to the wife wife yes correct uh, women are not just turned on instantly mm. uh, like on or switch like they say women are like iron mm. hot iron mm. they need time to warm up okay when you go for a soccer game you know it's it's no fun if there's no crowd and no atmosphere it's hard to play football to an empty stadium. Okay. But then again, you cannot have 100,000 people in the stadium clapping and cheering. Mm-hmm. And then no soccer team show up. You cannot have affection all the time. And then it doesn't lead to sex in a marriage. And for a guy, really, he marries a girl beyond just the affection and the companionship and the sharing. Mm. He needs her to satisfy his sexual needs yes otherwise he's going to be very frustrated and he's going to feel cheated just like you often hear of the wife saying I I feel so cheated I got married and this man after marrying me is no longer affectionate mm. doesn't treat me right mm. but for a man he feels the same way he feels cheated if I make a commitment to you and this commitment is for life mm. and for life I'm not going to have sex with anybody else except you. Mm. And yet, you're not going to meet my need on that. Wow. So when there's no sex, very often for the husband, mm. it's going to be a frust- frustration. It's mm. going to be a big frustration. Now, if he is a very godly person, mm. he will learn to persevere. Mm. If he's not so godly, he may turn to pornography. Mm. Or worse still, when somebody else will come along. Mm. And offer to meet that need, he may fall into um, affairs. Affairs, okay. Yeah. So it's important, Pastor. It's important. It's very important. Having a healthy sex life is very, very, very important. And in fact, the Bible tells us that I mean, a healthy sex life is good spiritual warfare. Yes, Pastor. I remember you yeah. actually. That's from First Corinthians seven. It yes. says that it basically Paul is is telling the married couple to have regular consummation so that you do not leave room for Satan to come in and bring in sexual temptation. Actually, this is one of the best ways to affair-proof your marriage. Wow. Yeah. So, Pastor, back to your second question. So, what if the spouse is not into it? So, question is, why? Is it because of lack of skills? Mm. Is it because of some biological impediment? Mm. Because we know that some women, for example, the structure of their organs make it make sex very painful. Oh, yes, yes. Then you need to see 
a doctor. You need、mm. to see a urologist. You need to see a medical practitioner、yeah. that can advise you on that. Yeah.、Uh, if it's a lack of skills,、mm. then you need to learn, and you need to read up, and just like anything else, you need to try and practice makes perfect.、Mm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, Pastor, his third question is a bit tough to, for me to understand. How would you say no to your spouse instead of having an excuse of not doing it? Don't give an excuse. Just, I think you should be as honest as you can. Yeah, but enough, at yeah. the same time, work out a plan. Like, if you're not going to have it this week or、mm. tonight,、mm. then do it another time. Okay, let's do it next week, and、yeah. make sure you keep to your promise. Wow. Yeah, Pastor. Before we end off, is it okay you pray for the married couples? Yeah,、uh, yeah. I want to pray for all the married couples listening in right now, and I want you to know, sex is nothing dirty. Sex is not Satan's idea; it's God's invention, so that the two can become one. In fact, sex is the glue that would weld the two separate beings, two human beings, and make them one. And this is God's method. That is why the Bible says sex is holy. The marriage bed is undefiled. So I want to pray for you right now, Father. I just ask that you bless all the married couples who are listening in, wherever they are, whatever they are doing right now, as they are listening to this program. I pray for a special blessing, a special grace, to come upon the marriage, and let there be a desire for healthy passion and healthy. Sexual life, and Lord, I just ask that you take away any fear of not being able to perform, take away any fear of not enjoying it, and help the married couple, every single one, to enjoy sex because this is how you have ordained us to be closer together, that the two can become one. And Lord, I pray not just for the sex life, but for All aspect of married life. Let there be love. Let there be commitment. Let there be intimacy. Let there be transparency. Let there be full knowledge of each other's strength and weaknesses. And Lord, I pray you bless every married couple and bless the marriage in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. For those listeners who are married, I want to leave with you First Corinthians chapter seven verse five, and I'm reading from the contemporary English version. Verse five says. So don't refuse sex to each other unless you agree not to have sex for a little while in order to spend time in prayer. Then Satan won't be able to tempt you because of your lack of self-control. So married couples, remember, good sex is good spiritual warfare. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a burning question or a topic to suggest, write to us. Connect at cityradio.sg. Connect at cityradio.sg. To find out more about City Harvest Church, visit our website at www.chc.org.sg. www.chc.org.sg. Don't forget to follow Pastor Kong Hee on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At P S Kong Hee. At P S Kong Hee. God bless you and stay safe.